Are you ready to strengthen your home and family? I am, which is why I am sharing some of the best tips, research, stories, and take-home activities I can find to help us create a home that is a place of peace, love, and kindness. I know we can do this together. This is the tiny tip segment of the Parenting in Real Life podcast. Hey everyone, it's Alexis, and this is the tiny tip segment of Parenting in Real Life. Thanks for being here today. Before I dive into the episode, I wanted to let you know that I just launched my very first ebook on my website, which you can find at alexistannerlane.com. It has recipes, family activities, craft ideas, a service opportunity, a home decor hack, and children's book ideas all for Halloween. And it's only $5. This Halloween might look a little bit different for you. Your kids may or may not be trick-or-treating, and at least our class parties have been pretty much been canceled, as well as the costume parade has been canceled. But that doesn't mean that Halloween needs to be lame. With my ebook, you can still create a fun Halloween with your family. Don't waste your time scrolling Pinterest, trying to find out what to do, and then ending up with Pinterest fails. I've definitely had my fair share of those. My ebook has everything you need and everything that is in the ebook are things that our family actually does. So they work out. (laughs) So if you head to alexistannerlane.com, you can find my ebook there. And I would just love to know what you think about it. It's my first one and I plan to do one for each of the major holidays. And I'm excited to have this uh, resource on my website. And because you guys are the best. Just use the promo code PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at checkout for $1 off the ebook. So this week on Tiny Tips, I want to talk about the dreaded witching hours. See what I did there with Halloween coming? (laughs) Which for us is usually between about 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. This is the pre-dinner chaos. Um, It's the, the kids coming home and wanting to eat everything in sight and trying to get dinner on the table and getting homework done. And if you have any, any uh, extracurricular activities, it's just a crazy time. So I've come up with a system that has been working really well for us. And as always, I'd love to hear what you do too. So make sure you head over to my Instagram at Alexis Tanner Lane to let me know your best tips because we are always looking to make things run a little bit more smoothly and a little bit easier for our family. So my first tip is to make it kid time. I spend about from about 1:30 to 4 working on things around the house and working on my business and I find that if I'm trying to wrap things up as the kids are coming inside it doesn't go very well. They want to show me all their papers from school and their backpacks on the table like right in, in my stuff and they want to tell me about their day and if I'm on the computer I either miss it and they run out the door and play. If they notice that I'm not really paying attention, they just drop their backpack and run out. Or um, I get frustrated that I still have things that I'm trying to finish up and they're talking to me and I'm like trying to, you know, get all these things done. So I just find that if I set a timer before the kids come home, because I know when they're going to come home and then just start wrapping things up then, that way I can be all finished when they walk through the door and I can just focus on them and what they need to be doing and it just goes better for everyone. (laughs) My second tip is snack time. My kids are usually starving when they come home. Um, but 4 PM is kind of getting close to dinner. So I have them get a snack right away when they walk in the door and then the kitchen is closed before dinner. I try to be as strict as possible with this, but 
realistically, with five kids, there's usually a kid or two who sneaks a little snack later that I just totally miss them. And we even have a lock on our pantry. Like we have one of those little locks at the top that the kids will sometimes just push a chair over and unlock it themselves. But for the most part, we try to keep it closed and I like to give them a quick snack before or right when they get home. Number three is to set expectations. My kids know that they can't come home and run out the door to go play. They each have things that they need to do before playtime. And I like to keep it reasonable, so I only require 30 minutes of their time. And that seems to be going okay. More than that, they start to get frustrated that they can't go play with their friends. And I really do want them to have um, outdoor playtime after school and to be able to play with their friends and be outside. Um, So I ask for 30 minutes, and this is how I break it up. So the first 10 minutes is for reading and really our school asks us to do 20 minutes a day and my older girls can do it because they read either before bed or sometimes in the morning. So they do it on their own. But my first grader who needs help um, reading and going over it together, I only make him do 10 minutes. And this is also because he's in the Chinese dual immersion class. And so we also spend 10 minutes practicing Chinese. And so I feel like, you know, we're working on both of those things. I think we're just going to do 10 minutes for now. And I just feel great about that because he can't really read. So I'm making him read on his own as much as he can. And any more than 10 minutes, he starts to get a little frustrated. So we're keeping it to 10 minutes. And then our second set of 10 minutes is for music practice or my son's Chinese um, lessons because he's not doing music right now. And Again, more time is probably better than 10 minutes, but I just want my kids to be at least practicing because otherwise then they don't want to practice at all. And then I'm paying for lessons and they're not practicing. So we stick to about 10 minutes and that's going well. And then our third set of 10 minutes is playing with the dog so that she can get her energy out too. And she's usually crazy when the kids get home because she wants to spend time with them. So they each have a 10 minute shift with her. So We set timers on the Google Home and rotate as needed. So they each have their own 10 minutes to do the dog. And then they're doing the other things in between. And I let them choose usually um, when they're doing which thing. But for those 30 minutes, we rotate between the three oldest kids. Now, if your kids are a little bit older and more responsible, then they can also do some of these things in the morning. Um, My daughters will often do their music practice in the morning and... I'm using that time in the morning to exercise. I can't always be checking on them to make sure that they are doing what they are doing or help them with things. So that's why I can't have my first grader do his stuff in the morning, but my girls can, if they want to do some of their stuff in the morning, they can. And sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. So it just kind of depends on the mood that they're in. And we had a friend in Wisconsin that had all their kids do their piano practice in the morning. And this was before seminary. Now our church has a program that starts at 6 a.m. That's called seminary and it's a church class for teenagers before they go to school and she would, and they would all practice their piano before they even went to seminary, which is crazy, but awesome for them because that, then they had their sports practices after school. So that worked really well for them. So really you just need to do a schedule that works best for your family. So if some of those things you can do in the morning, great. If not, then do them after school and plan a time to do them. My fourth tip is to plan easy meals. My favorite meals to plan are definitely ones in the crock pot that I can prep in the morning and then I don't really have to do anything with them before we eat. 
but not all the recipes I have are crockpot meals. So Alan and I recently came up with a list of 20 some odd meals that are most of our family likes. You just can't please everybody unless we had a spaghetti and pizza every day, which I would prefer not to have those every day. <laughs> but these are recipes I've made often and are just less stressful. And I really do enjoy making new recipes and trying new foods, but this just isn't really the season for me to be doing that right now. So I keep a list on my phone. So when I am meal planning every week, I can look through my list and quickly pick out the meals that I want to do that week. It saves me time when planning and also time when cooking. So really meal planning is the key to saving time here. I do sit down every week on Thursdays and plan out dinners for the next week. And I also order my groceries online and then I just go pick them up the following day. Um, if you want to do that, Walmart is free and also Smith's, which is a in the Kroger family. So if you have a Kroger or Smith's, they own a couple of different stores. I think they do pick and save too. Um, their pickup is free right now because of COVID. So I prefer Smith's. That's my favorite place to shop. And I also go to their website and I can see everything that I purchased the week before. And now they have it where it could be online or in store. And then you can go through your purchase and just click on the items that you want to buy again and just add them to your cart. It is a total time saver. It goes so fast because you know, you have those basics that you're buying every week, like the milk, the bread and the eggs and all that stuff. So just click, 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 put it in my cart and then add the other stuff that I need for the week. And it's so fast. I love it. And that way I don't have to take toddlers in the store <laughs> to pick stuff up. So this is an easy way just to do it online and then just go pick them up at the store. They load it all in my trunk. My kids, my toddlers that I do have are just in sitting in the car and then we go home and it's awesome. So if you haven't tried online shopping yet, try it. It is amazing. And you'll probably never want to go back into the store again. <laughs> Unless maybe that might be nice when I don't have kids. Sometimes it's nice to browse for food, but when you have kids with you, it's not fun. So I wanted to share my list of our go-to meals that we came up with. Um, it is like 20 something meals, but, and I'm going to do a blog post and put it on my website and I'll link to the different websites that I use for some of these. Um, some of these are specific recipes and some of them are just kind of generic. So you can just, um, you can either find one on Pinterest or if you just have a recipe for that. And then every Saturday I do breakfast for dinner because it's, easy and usually Alan can just make it or makes most of it at least and I don't have to worry about Saturdays and then Sundays are the day that I do a fancy meal so if I want to try a new recipe or just something that takes longer then I usually do that on Sundays so I hope that helps your afternoon get go a bit more smoothly if it's been a bit chaotic and maybe your afternoons look totally different because um, your kids are doing distance learning right now and that's okay. But I really believe in schedules and plans and usually kids thrive on those too. So if you feel like life is a bit crazy right now, maybe try coming up with a plan that fits your family and see if that helps take some of the chaos out of your day. So hopefully one of those things could help you a little bit. But uh, it was great chatting with you today. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.